1: A common-sense recap of the day's biggest stories. It's John Katz and Rita Cosby. Cats and Cosby on 77 WABC. Breaking news, WABC.
0: Well, there's a big wow today. After four years, after four years, Durham, uh, the U.S. attorney that was specially appointed to investigate what the heck is going on in our justice system... Four years, he finally comes up with a three hundred page report, three hundred fifty pages,
2: whatever, three hundred six pages.
3: Yeah, and and, 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 it and it verifies a lot of the stuff that we've been saying that there was politics at the FBI and, and, and DOJ. And, 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 you know, the the,
1: the thing is. It's it's going to be on page 38 of the newspaper. I think it's up to us in the media to keep the issue out there. I live with this. I was on the Intelligence Committee during this entire investigation. Yeah, that's right,
0: Peter King. That's Congressman Peter King and uh, Judge uh, Richard Weinberg, both in the studio, along with Rita Cosby. And we're here to tell you the truth. And this is the 5 o'clock show. I don't want to say the only show that tells you the truth, but one of... The
3: important shows that tells you the truth. Of what the heck is going and on? We don't hide this story in stories. our country. We, we don't, don't hide, hide any story. Yeah, we don't bury it. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad the New York Post. I'm sure will cover it. But Pete, you lived
1: through this. Yeah, I was on the Intelligence Committee during all of this. I never saw such a uh, violation of basic rights. Uh, there was never anything to this. I mean, I would sit there. There was nothing. You had John Brennan come in. You had James Comey come in. You had all these different witnesses, and I saw the way they were browbeating Don uh, uh, Don Trump Jr. Hope Hicks, the whole, all the Trump people, with all of that, there was never anything. Yet, I turned on television that night, and CNN, Adam Schiff and uh, Eric Swalwell are on. You wouldn't believe what we heard today. Well, you wouldn't believe, because it was never said. Now, this is a so, disgrace. Now,
0: now th- this
1: is important. You were there, Congressman Peter King, mm-hmm. the most
0: one of the most honest congressmen I know. You were there, and you were down in committee, and the committee said X, Y, and Z. Right, we're the witnesses' committee. And Adam Schiff came upstairs, and did a press conference and lied about everything.
1: Now, there's two things there. One, you're not supposed to disclose anything you hear at the hearing. That's number one. These are three levels below the ground. Everything is top secret. You can't bring phones in. You can't take notes. You can't take them out of the room with you. And yet, so first of all... Adam Schiff shouldn't have even been talking about it. Secondly, when he did talk about it, it was all untrue between him and Swalwell, the two of them. And the media picked it up; they ran with it. There was never anything to it. And that, to me, is a disgrace. This is like this is not ordinary political charges. This is undermining the presidency of the United States. Absolutely,
2: well, Judge Weinberg. And what it did is it divided our country. Mm-hmm. And it went on for years and years and years. And it was a black eye on the Trump administration from the very beginning. So he was always playing defense on this issue. And it kept churning and churning and churning the false narrative. Now, the key thing about the Durham report, it's saying there was no evidence that the Justice Department had or the FBI had that there was any collusion between Trump and Russia. They had no basis for investigation. They had no basis to go in to the FISA court and get those uh, those warrants. It was absolutely ridiculous. They persecuted individuals to try to shake them down. And there was nothing there, Congressman. Right. Right. Let me point the finger
1: too. this is John Brennan, This is James Comey, and this is General Clapper. The three of them kept this going. The the, the DNI, the CIA, and the FBI. At the
3: behest of also working with the Clintons, getting some of the information from the Clintons. Well, it's all based on the Steele Report, which is a fabricated report. It was all all nonsense. And the key is, they knew it. The key, that's what's stunning to me about what I've seen in the Durham Report. They knew it was false, and they continued the narrative, and that's what he confirms, And that came
1: from the Clinton campaign and Russian intelligence. The Russian intelligence agent was the source, and we're supposed to believe him. Him. It's okay for the Clinton campaign to work with Russian intelligence, and then Donald Trump, though, was the one accused who was supposed working with the Russians. There was no contact at all. It was absolute BS. And this is a disgrace. It's a national disgrace.
3: Wow. And how are we going to have faith in FBI and DOJ? Listen, there's so many great folks that work in both Absolutely. of those departments. Well, you
0: know, I, I'd like to get some people to talk about this. Is is Vito on yet? No, we're working on Vito Vito's Vacell. coming he's, on, he's, Vito, Vito be, And yep. he's an attorney, too. Absolutely. And in, we should have had, uh, uh, but it just happened, we should have had George Venizelos uh, in. Uh, to talk about absolutely, it. And, uh, who is was
3: former head of FBI in New York? You are right. This is this is stunning because there are so many good people that we all love in law enforcement, but yet this shows that they were so politicized and that they were so they, they couldn't uh, go the away from people, their
0: politics. The people should get in trouble is not necessarily the people following orders because everybody is following orders. Uh, they don't want to give up their their pension for twenty seven years, twenty four years, twenty two years. And they're going to say yes, sir, and no, sir. But what I said a couple of weeks ago is, is somebody on top, all the way on top, should say, "Look, this is wrong. Enough is enough." This yeah, was absolutely. the absolutely.
2: This was the weaponization of the FBI and the Justice Department at the very, very beginning of the Trump administration. That's what it was—total, total, total weaponization—and it's an absolute. It's a disgrace.
0: And the American people, all they want is truth, justice, and the American way, the way we've been saying
3: it. Absolutely. That's all we want. It's just the truth. Yeah, and they have to have faith in their justice system. That's what concerns me. There are so many great people. But Absolutely. when they see this, it undercuts the FBI. It undercuts DOJ. It confirms what we talked about all along the politics of it. And, and that saddens me as, as someone well, but, who loves but, law enforcement. But Congressman
2: King has also pointed out, just let's be clear. You not only had the DOJ— and now we had the FBI being corrupted by this process. You had the intelligence community too, because that's where Brennan and Clapper coming.
1: And, and Brennan was one of the main people pushing this whole uh, phony lie story.
3: Absolutely. And by the way, we have now joining us on Cats and Cosby Vito Facella, of course, the current Staten Island Borough President, former Congressman. Uh, Vito, what is your reaction first to this bombshell? This coming out from the Durham Report, saying basically they knew it was wrong. Uh, They knew that it wasn't, uh, you know, ties to Russia with Trump. And yet they continued with the narrative. They even went before the judge, continued vouching with this theory, knowing it wasn't correct. This is really damning, I think, sadly, to so many people at the FBI and DOJ.
4: You know, I've been listening and I I really share the the emotion that how outrageous it is and disturbing it is. Um, And for those who sort of doubted it for all those years. Are justified in saying, as the old expression is, "Where do I go to get my reputation back?" And I really do believe that it it helped to uh, submerge the 2020 election. And if that was the objective, they achieved it. So it was very—it's very unfair. You know, nobody knows Congress and the inner workings of Congress like uh, Peter King, a good friend. And you hear what happened when people just got up in front of a microphone and lied to undermine a presidency of the United States, um, where, are there going to be any repercussions? Are there going to be any results? I, I don't think so. The only thing that suffered was, the, was true you know, true democracy suffered. Well, so
2: it's, uh, it's, it's Richard Weinberg. What's even worse about it, and I tell you this as a, former, as a former judge, they misled the FISA court by fabricated affidavits in support of their warrants. Understand that they fabricated evidence and a kid was convicted for doing that. And he was one of their employees. What's that all about? And where was the
4: All the other so the people FISA, are involved, you know, you know, judge and Peter knows as well, the FISA court, especially after nine eleven, became very integral in our war against terror and, and how to justify and get the appropriate warrants in the, in the right sort of way. And they saw a process and abused it. So it seems like every point along the spectrum was abused just to bring down the president of the United States. And I can't believe if, if pe- people in the middle of the road or on the on the left, let's say, they should be equally outraged because the end justifies the means here. And it could just be uh, very disturbing.
0: We don't want to be a third world country with a justice system like that.
3: Yeah, it's frightening to think. You hit a great point, John, because this is America. You know, I mean, you, you expect it in a third world country. You don't expect it. And especially when the FBI says we have this, to your point, Judge, when they present it to the court, the the court obviously says, look, these are credible people. Uh, that is disheartening. What a what a and how do you make up for that? I mean, how do you get your reputation or the damage back, uh, Peter King, once this
1: has been done? No, it's almost impossible. And, you know, usually Vito and I fool around a bit on the show. This is really too serious a topic. That's why we're taking it so seriously. But listen, the FISA court, all I was saying, in fairness to them, after 9-11, they had to rely on the FBI, and they assumed that they were getting the truth. They also found out about it later on and took action. They were they were lied to by the FBI. It was an absolute disgrace. And there has to be, listen, when you give that much power to a court and to the FBI, you have to assume there's going to be some level of trust. The FBI violated that trust, and they knew what they were doing. And I listen, I, I wouldn't let... John Brennan off the hook on this at all. I was in meetings with Brennan where he would lose his temper and blow his top and all out, swearing that this was all true and how terrible Russia and Trump were. The fact is they had no contact at all between Russia and Trump. I think they found one meeting between a guy who was trying to promote a show with John Drew, which had nothing to do. These are the same people,
2: Congressman <laughs> King and Congressman Fisella, that gave you this 51 51- signatory letter well, to the intelligence a, community. They continue the same kind of nonsense. That's the t- intel letter. The right. intel letter that so, was presented. So it wasn't a one-off that just happened one time. This was a continuing saga of creating a false narrative that undermined well, a presidency. But did not
3: didn't that come out? Didn't, didn't, what's, didn't he make a yeah, comment Mike, Michael, Michael Morell came out, remember, and said that Blinken basically orchestrated the whole thing and Brennan also testified. That by not way. Illegal. Yes, that's exactly. Brennan testified also. Critical. Yes, he admitted it it's political. So let me ask you the $64 million question, guys. How do you recompense? How do you make up for the damage that was done? Can you imagine if the name was Clinton, if it was a different name?
1: I think it's up to intelligent Republicans to get the argument out. And for the media, for good people in the media keep hitting this over and over and over again, like what you keep hitting on the story with the subway. You no, know,
0: I think it's, it's time for common sense Democrats. I, I call on Senator Schumer. I call, you know, enough is
3: enough. Let's get the truth out. Absolutely. By the way, you talked about the uh, subway attack. I want to get to that, too, guys. Of course, Jordan Neely. uh, This is the agitated, very aggressive homeless man. And remember, uh, his funeral, by the way, is going to be on Friday. The Marine, who is defending and, and people I'm, I'm on the subway. Al, Al
1: Sharpton is going to give the eulogy, of right? Of
3: course he is. You knew that, Congressman King. Yeah, as soon as I saw that, I was like, you're right. He's going to be doing that. So um, now the Marine, by the way, in his Give, Send, Go uh, defense fund has raised over $2 bucks. Your reaction, Congressman and, and, and King? So it's coming
1: from 45,000 people. This is a real grassroots movement. And it's important for us to stay on this. That marine deserves all the support. I mean, this is absolutely disgraceful. Here's a guy who puts his life on the line, jumps in there, does what he has to do, no intention to kill anyone at all, and somehow they're glossing over the fact this guy had over forty arrests, including some violent assault re- recently, punching a sixty-seven year old woman in the face. I mean, this guy was not some just some eccentric guy. He was a vicious guy.
2: Well, they're trying to portray him as a, a Michael Jackson performer. Yeah. The fact of the matter is, at this point in time, he was dangerous. He was out, Peter, on a warrant for this physical assault where he broke the face of the 67-year-old woman. And he had a, a whole history of violence. So it's a tragedy that he lost his life. But you don't take a good Samaritan and you don't send a message that people shouldn't intercede. That's what I'm concerned about. You're chilling the ability of people to step up. Everybody's going to avert their eyes, and the next attack is going to go where it's going to kill somebody or maim somebody because people are afraid to involve
1: themselves. It's so often we say, with all this going on, why doesn't somebody speak up? Why doesn't somebody take action? This courageous guy took action, and now he's... Yeah, people like Sharpton and these others yelling indict him for murder. He should get a
3: medal. Yeah, let me bring in Vito. You know, Vito, what astounded me, too, was this attorney, uh, one of the attorneys for Jordan Neely. I couldn't believe it. The other day at the press conference, and he's repeated this basically in the last 24 hours, too, saying... It was the responsibility of everybody on the train to go over to the guy as he's screaming, I want to die. I want to spend the rest of my life behind bars and, as and he's threatening throwing people. things. Not just
2: saying that he wanted that. Who's he's threatening people. He says, I can kill anybody on this train. Do what I, I want. I don't care if I take a bullet.
3: And as he's doing all that, the, the attorney for Jordan Neely said, the people on the train should have come over and said, how are you doing, sir? Can I right. help you? Right. I mean, we're all can laughing. Yeah.
1: There, Leo, what do you think?
4: You know, I know, uh, the larger, larger issue, right, is all those people who said people like this should have been allowed to roam freely. Mm-hmm. Uh, when everybody knows that people like this should have been an ins- institution and in getting treatment, they should step forward and admit how mistaken they are and were in allowing individuals, unfortunately, like him, to roam free. And by the way, there are probably hundreds, if not thousands, roaming the streets currently in the same situation and to everybody's point if you're on a train and this is happening in real time and you're concerned or worried and i'm sure more evidence will come perhaps more videos perhaps individual testimony and you're, you're there to sort of say in a split second it's either me or him or it's me and it's him or an older woman sitting next to me whatever the case may be what are you going to do? You're going to roll the dice and let this guy... You know, no, you can't roll it, the
0: dice. you got to keep the people safe. You know, to to Vito, we got to take a break, who, but stay on. Stay on, Vito. Uh, All right, Steve let's does. take a break, and uh, Vito Fasella is going to be staying on, and we're going to continue after the break.